Hello again, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Candace Campos, and we have another great episode for you today. We're talking the college life, but there is a lot of stereotypes about how college students eat. Everyone thinks they live off of pizza and ramen, and between that, they're partying it up and drinking beer. That's not the reality for many college students across the country. Here's some food for thought. According to one Harvard study, about half of all college students in America deal with some type of food insecurity. That means they may not always have access to any type of food, let alone pizza or ramen. It's something our guests today have both dealt with during their time in school, and it's something they're both working so hard to combat on the campus of UCF. So News 6 anchor Kirsten O'Connor recently spoke to them about how their efforts are improving the health of their own fellow students. Kirsten also joins us this week to talk with Ryan Calderon and Nasika Dixon, two UCF students from the Knights Helping Knights Food Pantry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Candace Campos. Today, I'm joined by New Six anchor, Kirsten O'Connor. Hi, everyone. Hello, Kirsten. Okay, you were getting results um, for your health with students who are actually dealing with food insecurity at the University of Central Florida, and you said that you were actually so surprised at the numbers and the need for this, so you decided to do, to do a story about it. That's right. So the food pantry there is called Knights Helping Knights, and we brought in two specialists uh, from Knights Helping Knights to talk to us about what the food pantry means to them personally and uh, how it's helping students there get results. So we have Ryan Calderon and Nasika Dixon, both uh, students still currently. Uh, so Ryan, what uh, what stage are you in at UCF? I'm about to be a junior. Okay. Oh, yeah. juniors. And then Nasika. Uh, super senior, actually. <laughs> super so senior. It's going to be sticking around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what are you guys studying? Nonprofit management. Nice. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a double major in political science and legal studies with a minor in nonprofit management. Right. So well, that's the, No wonder she's a super senior. That's where the right. super <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And you both had completely different experiences when it comes to this topic. Right. Um, Nasika, why don't we start with you? Just because when we had our Getting Results for Your Health mm-hmm. segment, uh, we kind of talked to you about the logistics of the food right. pantry. But you told me you actually have uh, been a client there as well. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So actually, my freshman, sophomore year, I was a client there. Um, I came in with scholarships and grants, so you know that was what kept me going with tuition, paying for tuition, housing, um, and transportation. So I didn't really have much for food left over, and, and I wasn't working as well. I didn't have a transportation uh, my freshman year. So utilizing the pantry was just everything for me. Um, just having that resource to get to every day, and you know, get rice and and other n- nutritional food. Well, just it was amazing. So um, having that resource really has helped me out my freshman sophomore year until I could get myself back on my than you know junior senior year when I had a job so it was just great to have that resource when you needed it and you now work there you manage it right right yeah and it's <laughs> it's crazy because working I've worked in hunger and homelessness mm-hmm. before since high school and then I've moved on to doing volunteer UCF and then moved on to the position that I'm in now so I've been involved in it and I've had experience personal experience and you know volunteering and working in it so it's just kind of something that has become like a passion for my for of me um, to do so just hunger and homelessness you know it's just awesome when you walk through there too, Candace yes. like when I came back from shooting that story I made sure to let Candace know about this experience because it really is one that some people 
people are totally unaware of on a college campus. Absolutely. And you had asked, Candace, you're like, so how many kids are taken apart. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a store. I mean, it's not like this hidden closet in the background. I mean, this is something that you guys really you take pride in it, you know, because Absolutely. it's a passion project. And it's not just what I noticed in your story on News 6 was that it wasn't just a handout, it's a hand up. And mm-hmm. I think that's what Nasika was really talking about was Absolutely. that it, it really helps kids kind of get on their feet and move forward. And so, Ryan, talk to us about the different clients that come through. I mean, Nasika talked about rice and things that she was picking up, you know, mm-hmm. little food items. But you also have uh, clothing for people who are trying to go get their first interview. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of different wow, items that huge. people are picking yes. up. Oh, yeah. I've seen... A a lot of students like run in and say, I have this interview in like 10 minutes, I need a blazer. Mm-hmm. And they run and start trying on blazer and it's like, all right, check me out. And they come in like an hour later, like I'm returning it, thank you so much. Right. Yeah. Uh, it gets pretty hectic, but it does vary because of all the variety that we have. Like you'll have people come in and they have like a specific dietary restriction. They're like, oh my God, you have such amazing produce. This is awesome, it's all free. I get to eat carrots today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have people like the blazers and then people who come in and they, we have like a, a pot them and they're like oh my god this is perfect i need this to cook right yeah so um it varies from like food to clothing to our uh toiletries that we have they're like i can shave my face today yeah Yeah. i mean and i can't imagine because i mean i go out i go without lunch and i'm just like i'm hangry i'm agitated (laughs) i mean and there's some students there who are going for a while i mean it's so hard to focus in school when you're full let alone when you're hungry i mean Mm -hmm. what is that feeling like kind of having to struggle with that Oh man, uh, did you want to start? Or did yeah, you go ahead. Oh yeah, it wasn't fun. Uh, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> my, my biggest issue, I think, was just like sitting in class and it'd get quiet, and then I'd like hear my stomach make these disgusting Ugh. noises, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is so great, I can't wait to leave. But so my worry wasn't eating; it was just like letting other people know that my body is just like not being sustained. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ryan, you did say you got used to being hungry. Yeah. You got to a point where you were just used to feeling that feeling mm-hmm. and you didn't think about the health impacts. Yeah, no, I definitely, my appetite was like gone. Like I could eat one little thing in the morning and just be kind of full for the rest of the day and say like, all right, now my body knows that I don't eat a lot. So like this is going to sustain me for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And I just, just ignored it. And you didn't want to talk to people about it either. What? Why is that? Well, no one really talks about it. It's not something that you have a conversation about. Mostly mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, this professor is crazy, or like, oh, my dorm is a mess. Right. You don't say like, oh, I'm really hungry <laughs> and I don't have food. Right. <laughs> or so what some, some most kids will say, oh my God, I'm starving. I haven't eaten in an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I am really, I'm really hungry. Yeah. Right, right. So, I mean, have you feel, do you feel like the, like the pantry has really kind of taken the taboo feeling away? From, from students? I definitely think we're, we're normalizing the fact that healthy eating is a part of a college experience. It's not mm-hmm. that idea of like, oh yeah, I ate ramen and pizza for like four <laughs> years straight. Right. Like yeah. that was a great college experience. Like we're trying to change it a little bit. We're trying to make sure that people have access to fresh produce and, and healthy snacks and meals at the pantry and also the blazers as well as um, textbooks. We actually recently did a textbook drive. Oh, that's um, fantastic. So yeah, so we actually did a textbook drive and um, we were able to collect over a hundred textbooks and and give it to the library um, so that they, students can rent it. Um, they have a textbook affordability program, so they have access to it, so they don't have to purchase those textbooks. They can use that money to pay for food. So the pantry is, is trying to deal with all the problems that come with being, exactly, mm-hmm. and being hunger and homelessness and being a college student. So it's more of like nights helping nights is exactly what it is. 
So Nasika, you told me too, your roommate had an influence on the fresh foods that were provided in the pantry. Talk to us about, you know, her reaction when she walked in and what she saw and (laughs) how that, you know, made a change for you. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, when I brought my roommate, I was talking to my roommate about the pantry and that this was, uh, I got this job and I wanted to make some difference. And she actually came with me to the pantry and realized that we didn't have a lot of produce. So um, I was was concerned with that because she was vegan. Um, so that was the main reason why she wanted to come and check out the produce stand. So that was my actually my first initiative that I brought up to my supervisor. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I think we're missing produce. I think we need to be pushing for healthier options here. Uh, my roommate especially is one that convinced me to push forward with that. Um, and now that we have Arboretum, Second Harvest, Lucky, it's just a a lot of community support um, trying to push for more healthy options. Now we're having what did we have yesterday? It was like hallelujah and just these big, leafy. It was just a lot of produce that we had yesterday. So bright and colorful. It's amazing what the Arboretum could actually make. I'm just kind of shocked that they Okay, wait, is this on campus? Yeah, absolutely, yes. So you guys are literally growing things and feeding students from what you make on campus yeah. pretty much so we work with partnerships on campus so that we could actually provide fresh produce we have the vegetable towers i believe that's what it's called yeah around uh, is it just a union or? yeah actually it's around campus the vegetable towers and they have gardens in in different parts of campuses and they bring that produce to the pantry and actually oh, wow. to the gym as well and the, the wellness center we we try to make sure that we're we're providing that healthy environment i love, I love that you talk about that because you know your roommate was vegan And I know when I went into college, one of the first things that I encountered that was new to me were vegetarians. I had never met a vegetarian. Uh, I mean, truly. Are you real? (laughs) It's the the truth. I grew up in a farming town and everybody that I knew either was a daughter of a farmer or, you know, son of somebody who was working for one of these big uh, poultry companies. So Mm -hmm. to meet somebody like that who has had a completely different perspective, that's what college is all about, right? I mean, meeting people who are from different walks of life and dealing with different challenges and then for you to bring her into your passion project mm-hmm. and for her to say hey you know what <laughs> we got a problem here yeah. <laughs> and then it made exactly. a huge change right. you're partnering with other people in your college campus let's talk about uh, Ryan just back to like personal experience and how you came from a family where you always had food on the table so uh, a lot of people like <laughs> are gonna see this and think okay well uh, hunger and homelessness must have started when you were doing, you know, after school programs in elementary school, high school, but that was not the case for you. And I don't think it's the case for a lot of college students yeah. who are dealing with this problem. So that's like a big thing for me. People don't realize you can actually become a part of the community without realizing it. Mm. So I grew up, my family loved feeding me for some reason. Every day I'd come home from school, my mom's like, do you want to eat? I'd say no. Then she'd say, okay, I'm making you food. Right. And so I'd- One I'd, more scoop, she puts two more scoops ex- on. Yes, right. exactly. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I would just be like constantly full. My appetite, I, it takes a lot to get me full. And so um, at that point, I moved three and a half hours away from home mm-hmm. and I'm living on my own. And it's kind of different because now I do have like a program at school. It's like a, you can eat whenever you want. Um, so I had to leave my dorm, go to this like buffet place, give them my card, they swipe it, I eat whatever I want. Um, but it was kind of different because I'm not at home. It's not like the food that I'm used to eating, that homemade right. mom food. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also sometimes I'm lazy, I don't want to go, whatever. So it's totally, my diet starts to like slowly go down and my stomach's like, where's all this food that you used to eat, where'd it go? Mm-hmm. And then the next year it's like, I didn't have that program. So, and I'm like kind of off campus and I don't have a car and I'm sitting at home and I'm like, my, I'm, 
I have no food. You're stuck. Where did it all go? Mm-hmm. And I never really thought about it because no one ever mentions it. Like, what do you eat? What does your food come from? What is your diet? How healthy are you? Right. So now I'm just sitting there with no food, no idea what a diet is mm-hmm. or how to eat healthy, like barely eating vegetables <laughs> or, you know, the, the stuff you're supposed to. And it, it really opens your eyes to um, how important it is to eat in college. And mm-hmm. to like talk about cooking before you leave, you know, yeah. spending time in the kitchen with your mom or with whoever, uh, you know, helps provide those meals before you leave. You also talked about how, you know, you knew you weren't the worst off, the worst. You know, there were people who were coming into the pantry who had even more of those challenges. They were living in tents. Yeah. But um, I just like the fact that there, it's like a, a sort of spectrum, like you can be on whichever end or in between. And it, I don't want it to like scare people away from like thinking that you don't need help. Right. Like you can be like in my situation and still need the help. Like it doesn't have to be like you're not eating at all or like you don't have a home. Like if you need help, we're here to help you. It's judgment free. It's not like you're yeah. walking into the pantry and they're like, um, is that a new purse? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, I mean, at the end of the day, you're in there because you need help. And, yes. Exactly. And that is that is nothing to be ashamed of. And and I know that from the story I was watching, I, you could tell that that's the feeling. It's a very welcoming, let me help you. Absolutely. Let's figure ways of making this broccoli go a mile. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's it's one of those things where we view it as a resource. Right. And I, that's what I tell people. It's a resource. Like, you go into the math tutor to, to you know, improve math. You're going to health service to improve your health. This is a resource for people who are experiencing hunger and homelessness. And with either Ryan's situation or people who are ex- experiencing extreme hunger and homelessness, you know, we're here for you. We're here to help. And that's why it's important for people to realize nights helping nights. I say it all the time because that's what we are. <laughs> we're students. Mm-hmm. It's a student-run organization, student volunteers, student staff. Um, um, and a lot of times uh, donations from students and alum um, and alumni. So it's just um, just a, it's amazing feeling to have that community, you know, coming together and saying, hey, there's a need and let's help out. Let's be nights, you know. And I talked to you guys, too, about how UCF Knights right now are making headlines for all kinds right. of reasons. Right. I mean, <laughs> the football team is all great stuff. Amazing. All great stuff. <laughs> really great things. And so this is the time to really talk about how you guys are leading the way in this effort to stop hunger and homelessness mm-hmm. um, on college campuses across the country. Right. And it is a problem across the country. Yeah, absolutely. Um, something that I realizes that certain college campuses really don't have the kind of resources that we right. have. It's probably a very small closet versus our um, pantry, which is just a large facility with different resources for students, um, mainly because we have such a large population of students and yeah. always growing. <laughs> um, but that could be the case. But it's also because there's an increased need and people are, are coming into college food insecure and they don't want to leave college food insecure. They don't want to have to... Um, you know, graduate with that degree and still not have food. It's kind of, you know, sad to, to be in that position. But um, hopefully they're utilizing pantries like ours to, to kind of help deal with that and come out, you know, stronger at the end. And someone who's probably listening goes, well, there's a bunch of food programs that they can get involved in. I mean, there's school on campus. I mean, there's food on campus. Well, one, you got to pay for that. Absolutely. And I read only 3% of college students are eligible for SNAP, which is the, the food stamp program. So mm-hmm. I... 
there's a lot of probably misconceptions that you're like, well, if you're in a university, well, you can afford food. That's not always goes hand in hand. So most of the time, you're putting your money so that way you can get a better education and a better future. Exactly. And that's like one of the most inspiring things I've seen. Like people who are going through these situations and they're still like, I want an education. I right. want to learn more. I want right. to do better in my future. I want a higher education. Mm-hmm. And they're still struggling to. So as knights, we want to help them further their education because it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. And if they want to eat but having to like leave their education to sustain themselves it's it's not a choice right yeah it's a hard choice to make really hard choice it shouldn't have to be exactly and if you're a full-time student i mean you barely have enough time to sleep let alone (laughs) go shopping and getting a new job and figuring things out so i mean that's why it's so important when when you say it's knights helping knights yeah exactly exactly ryan's been studying nonprofit work yeah. So what do you expect to see uh, as far as growth goes with Knights Helping Knights and then just with the effort to stop hunger and homelessness? I see uh, more of a focus on the younger uh, generations when it comes to food insecurity. So like targeting it at like middle school age even mm-hmm. or high school, like creating programmings for those schools, uh, creating like not just like learning how to eat, learning how to sustain yourselves, learning how to, you know, eat healthier like what we do at the pantry, providing them with like produce, like teaching them like, oh, tomatoes don't taste bad. You can eat them. <laughs> you can cook them. It's great. And But also developing them as like people, like learning that you don't have to choose between your education and food. Mm-hmm. Like as you grow older, this is like not an, a choice. It's a way of life. Yeah. So, Eating is not a right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone exactly. deserves food. Yeah. The <laughs> so uh, targeting them younger and just like develop and uh, at a, instead of just like immediately in college when you're on your own and it's just like way too much on your plate. Right, right, right. I'm sure certain people will be listening to this and think, is this just a millennial problem? Because <laughs> when I was in college, this was not the case. I you ate know. ramen noodles right. and peanut butter and jelly. I handled it just fine. And, you know, I watched my mom in the kitchen and I knew a few recipes before I, but is it? No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> That's the most simple question that I could give you. No, um, tuition has increased constantly exponentially I mean, exactly and then, then housing in orlando they have they've recently cut down on affordable housing um, um this year and so there's not a lot of affordable housing anywhere transportation um not a lot of people have cars and you have to pay for insurance and parking that's a lot for mm-hmm. a first-time college students who's leaving home especially for a first generation student who have family member who have never experienced college and they're trying to learn by themselves how to handle life and 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 then food becomes one of those things that are last like oh well I learned how to cook after I pay for my gas I learned how to cook after I get out of class like exactly and then it just becomes um no I'm just gonna sleep it off so that's one of those things that we wish that we could change and that people would really focus on their health because at the end of the day when you come out of college four years you know later and you're unhealthy, what, what did you kind of achieve yeah. at the end? Did you really change as much as you wanted to? It's a snowball effect because exactly. then all of a sudden you end up starting a family and you have that mentality. Right. And then, and you know what's funny when you mentioned about the millennial thing, I feel like millennials aren't, people call them whiny, you know, mm-hmm. wimps. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know what I think it is? I think it's people are, are, are now speaking up. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. back in the day, you know, Close, you know, close your mouth, put your head down, and work and focus, and mm-hmm. and that's not how it always needs to be. And okay. so, having a voice and saying that this is not right, right, I'm hungry, and I'm trying to go to school at the same time mm-hmm. is so important. Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. it, it's about being brave, and and I think yes. college teaches you that lesson. Right. Um, to <laughs> Very stand quickly. up. But, yes. <laughs> but I do think that yeah, it, it has 
grown in the last, I don't know, 25 years. Uh, one other thing that I, I think people will bring up uh, are the swipes and the dining halls and how you can trade swipes and give swipes away. What is that? And, you know, nowadays there are buffet dining halls, like Ryan, I think you had mentioned, like your first year. Yeah. Um, do you see students kind of exchanging that type of uh, meal as currency or, um, you know, is just one of those things that it's too difficult to talk about? Sounds it's like a apocalyptic. <laughs> yeah. It was one of the most, the first most confusing things that I ever had to like deal with when it came to like going into college and choosing because they have like so many options for you like oh here's a five day plan or seven day plan how many swipes do you get do you have all access pass to these specific locations on campus and I was like I just want to eat I don't know what all this is <laughs> like different payment plans and I was like calling my parents like where do I get the food what do I do how much mm -hmm. do I need to give and it was just so confusing and annoying that like it's just becoming a nuisance in the end. It's just like not helping. Mm -hmm. There, it's overcomplicated and just not. It's not educating, and it's not like adding to like the the nights helping nights. Not not adding to like the eating healthier. The the whole message that we're trying to convey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because when you get in there and you swipe for the dining hall, you have access to what pizza, sushi. Sushi's uh, on Thursdays. On Thursdays. <laughs> on Thursdays. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's like an all-access card, though. Yeah, but it's still like. I don't know. It doesn't give you that independence as well. Like mm -hmm. you're literally dependent on this organization that just provides you with food. You just swipe and eat, and like, what happens when you go off and you're on your own and you want to like eat healthier, meal prep, or yeah. like you don't know what the price of anything is. No, right, right. you know what I mean. You don't understand the price of a gallon of milk is X Y Z. And, you know, for four years, all you've been doing is just swiping, not really knowing what you're doing. Right. right. Budgeting is important. Yeah, exactly. So um, as far as people who want to help, I know that you guys have a lot of community organizations who have uh, stepped up and, and given a lot of different, uh, you, you have canned food, you have fresh produce, you mm -hmm. have hygiene products. We haven't really talked about that. Clothes. Um, clothing. So how can people help? Oh, man. There's so many ways. Donate. Donate. Yeah. Donate. That's the first one. <laughs> Donate to um, our, our 18 location. Um, we have 18 donation bins on campus. You can actually access those donation bins through the UCF mobile app, which is awesome because, again, if you ever forget or if it moves, we could all, you could always check your phone. Um, you could always go online and donate monetarily. You could also come to the pantry and access, talk to us, see where clients are actually needing things um we like when people come to the pantry and ask us what do you need what do you have um what this what is this organization about um we could better assist you through a personal conversation but also just knowing that nights up and nights means exactly what it is um providing resources for students who are experiencing hunger and homelessness and and giving them the opportunity to kind of just get out of it a little bit and on campus do you guys have like a full kitchen in your dorm rooms or like i mean how does it you guys are both going, oh, uh, yeah. I don't really know. It, it the varies. Kitchen. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, so what, I mean, are you stuck with just a microwave or do you have a stovetop? So if people are trying to help and they want to, you know, what kind of items can they Well, can Ryan, they you did get a microwave, right? I or did. your roommate did? Hey. Yeah, um, there was a microwave in the pantry and a lot of the dorms, they don't have microwaves like, okay. in them. Uh, they might not even have a kitchen. Uh, they might have like a community kitchen too. Yeah. Um, but... 
the pantry, sometimes at the end of the semester, people, they give out mini fridges, they donate their, their microwaves, their utensils that they nice. need to use. Yeah, so. So even things like that you yeah. guys would accept? Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, definitely during, so definitely during move out, we saw a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff and we had to process a lot of stuff. Clothing, um, um, housewares, book bags, and that was a very, um, important time for us because what we usually do is we gather those move out items and then we will put it out for those summer students who are coming in um, so that they have access to it. I think we had like three or four microwaves and five mini fridge and just pots and pans everywhere and it was great and it went out so quickly. I think right. in like two days it was already cleared out and our pantry was just low. So it's just a, it's 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 amazing to see how impactful mm-hmm. those items that students are just like, oh, I'm not going to throw it away. I'm just going to give it to another night. Um, and, and it was able to go quickly, and people are really happy that we, we have that facility to hold those items so that they could get it. And the need is there, obviously. Exactly. You, you got them, and then you gave them out. Oh, my Quick, goodness. quick, quick. What are some of the things that go by fastest that people, you know, take? What's, what's a hot seller? Ah, let's oh. see. Um. Oh, gosh. I just remember being there and some of the bins and the hygiene products were just completely empty. Yes. And so that's one of those things that you you walk through maybe like a bathroom or, uh, you know, a women's health clinic on Mm -hmm. campus. Maybe you can get some of those same things for free, but people might not know that at Nights Helping Nights they can also access that for free. Exactly. What type of hygiene? Stuff They've got like tampons, about. pads. There were um, deodorant, so toilet paper. Right, yes, toilet paper. Yeah. Um, toilet we paper, actually got recently bomb diapers actually recently, and that was actually nice. And we've met a few single mothers who were super excited. They're like, "You have diapers here? <laughs> like, yeah, we have diapers here." Um, There's like a like a whole heaven opens. Ah, <laughs> the diapers are there. Exactly, yeah. exactly. She's like, it's so expensive. I'm so glad you guys diapers here. Do you guys get this often? I'm, uh, no, but we'll try to look into it now that we know there's a need. Um, we'll look into getting diapers. Because you got to think, UCF is so huge. So huge. And it's like a little city there. Well, right. Yeah. So I get lost there anytime I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Google a lot maps. of different people with a lot of different needs. Exactly. Uh, Nasika, I know you've kind of spoken to it a little bit, but let's talk about like the greatest need that you've mm-hmm. seen and some of the success stories that have come out of the Nights Helping Night Pantry. Hmm. There's a lot of success stories, I tell you. I I mean, I've heard people. So we actually recently got a partnership with Walmart, and we fantastic. Yeah, and it was it's great because we actually got a tent and um, a car seat and. Um, for a baby and then the um, the toys and the clothes for babies. So we didn't know what to do with that because we didn't really have those people asking for those kind of needs until we started asking them, hey, we have these items. Are there individuals in need? We talked to Creative School, which is a, um, a school on campus that I believe... It's for faculty and staff who have like children. children. Right. And mm-hmm. it's like a way for them to get rid of them for the day. Oh. <laughs> yes. It's like daycare. Exactly. Yes. exactly. Yeah. Or getting rid of them for the day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so we were able to talk to them and let them know, let their clients know that we mm-hmm. have those items available. Um, in regards to food, I think produce, it does, it goes quick. Because yeah. people are really excited to see the fresh produce that are grown in the city or at our campus. And they, they love the idea that we actually have that there. So that goes really quickly um, um, for our frozen food we actually have frozen food Fridays uh, the pantry is the catchy catchy title frozen food Fridays <laughs> um, and we were able to um, put out frozen meat products frozen um, vegetables and just uh, uh, other items that we feel like you know uh, could be uh, 
part of a great diet. Yeah, those steam bags, though. Yeah. With those frozen broccoli things. Uh, yeah. Delish. You can kick butt with a good dish. <laughs> yeah. I've done it. Well, I wonder with, you know, the plans for the future, if there's an opportunity to start a cooking class or something oh. where, you well, know, some of these idea. freshmen who are still accessing the dining hall mm -hmm. uh, might be able to work with some of you guys or maybe with someone who, you know, is more qualified, I don't know, but uh, who's a great chef and can talk about um, just some easy meal prep. Yeah. I think definitely because one of the biggest things that I keep seeing when people walk in is that they're being more cautious about their health and their diet. So like you said, like vegetarians, vegans, pescatarians, whatever you, you might have, mm -hmm. they come in looking specifically for things that they can eat because they're trying to start their diet. Right. And there's not a lot of options out there for them when it comes to that. So like target, trying to target that more and trying to like lean more towards like, okay, you want to start eating healthy. You don't have the resources here. Let's help you. Mm -hmm. Here are like some more like vegan meats that we have like frozen or yeah. like the produce that we have instead of just like your basics like canned tomatoes or what have you. <laughs> How about like a make a make a meal Mondays? Make I like it. Like that? Yeah. You guys can use it if you want. <laughs> Thank you. But it is. I mean, it's like what we talked about. It's a hand out, a hand up, not a hand out because, you know, it, and I talked to Ebony Nutrition. Um, they were actually on a podcast um, and they have this this food truck. It's a van. It's an old Lynx bus that used that they basically gutted it out, and now they take it to um, different food deserts around Central Florida. Wow. And it's the same thing. It's like all of a sudden all these fresh foods and things like that. But then they also teach everybody how to use these foods. You know, sometimes they'll they'll see a you know a head of kale and they'll say, well, how do you how do you cook kale? You know, I don't even know how to cook kale. So <laughs> there's so much that can evolve from this food pantry, which is so exciting. Exactly, exactly. And, and there are services, um, apart from the Knights Pantry, mm -hmm. that, that caters to cooking class. Um, WIPS, which is Wellness Health Promotional Services, they actually have a mobile kitchen, and they go around campus and they teach people how to cook uh, with the fresh produce from the Arboretum. So we were able to work with them as That's well to, to, to definitely push people to attend those those courses and learn how to actually cook a healthy meal which mm -hmm. is which uh, students are actually um going to and actually really appreciate people teaching them how to be healthy which is really interesting i was like wow well, <laughs> i gotta say it's inspiring to meet both of you and to hear yes. your passions because a lot of people think oh you know college students they're focused mm. on partying oh. and they're focused on you know finding their relationship <laughs> and you two have such a really important mission mm -hmm. that you're on and uh, whether you're in your freshman sophomore or super senior year <laughs> you are obviously getting results and we appreciate that here yeah. at music exactly of course of course <laughs> well you keep us posted with everything you guys are going to do and again if there's is there a website or something that if any viewers want to you know help out where, where can they go exactly you could actually visit the night um, night's pantry um if you actually google us on um, google that you'll find us there and we're also on social media on our facebook instagram um and snapchat twitter as well so definitely look us up check out our website and see if you want to get involved more with the night's pantry yeah you guys are open to any questions of you know if there's things you will need to donate or whatnot you guys are willing to to help out with any of exactly that. contact us to come to the pantry we love talking about the pantry yeah. look we could I talk can for tell. hours <laughs> that's why we had to bring you in kirsten was like i think this would be a great foodie podcast let's do it exactly. it's a serious topic but it's great to have people who are you know passionate and have plans for the future yeah. that's you guys are our future so we appreciate it well thank you guys so much thank well, you thank you for having us all right kirsten always a pleasure my friend oh well you know you'll see me at the desk of course <laughs> all, right. all right bye guys thank you for listening
Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We would also like to thank our guests Ryan Calderon and Nasika Dixon from the Knights Helping Knights Pantry. You can follow the pantry on social media. Search at KHK Pantry on Twitter. Our host is Candace Campos. Please follow her online as well. You can find her on Twitter. Just search at Candace News 6. And on Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. A special thanks to our guest host, Kirsten O'Connor. Follow her on social media as well. Twitter at Kirsten O'Connor or on Facebook.com slash Kirsten O'Connor News 6. We'd also like to thank our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Holly. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. You can find videos of all of our podcasts online at clickorlando.com slash podcasts. Please share those on social media. That really helps us out.